I have been chastised and censored for sharing dangerous content. This dangerous content mostly consists of telling the truth as I see it on a variety of situations that I have learned about and sharing thoughts on them. In my own opinion, and from what I have learned about history, the only way to progress is discussion and discourse about uncomfortable topics. It seems that in the 2020s, facts and statistics are no longer allowed, if they discount the official narrative of those facts and statistics others claim are true, even if they are the same. Who determines the official narrative? The ones who make the rules and hold the power. Who makes the rules and holds the power? The ones who write history. The ones who create coups around the world, installing leadership favorable to their wants and eliminating any voices that dare speak out of turn. And what is speaking out of turn? Having any ideas that fall outside of community guidelines, which may or may not include sharing data that has been acquired through the FOIA or Freedom of Information Act, even if it is compiled by those we claim to be that authority. Having an opinion about a particular group, whether it be cultural, religious, political, or Sesame Street. Inciting violence by speaking about things that are injustices, even if those injustices are detrimental to society or even daring to assume that things we are told are untrue, even if we can clearly see evidence to the contrary. I do not claim to have the whole truth on any topic. At 46 years old, I've seen enough to know I know a little, but I know little. But by that little bit I do know, those gems of wisdom that I do hold dear in my heart, They cannot be disputed or altered by external opinions or ideals. And those few truths that I do know about are human nature. The will to power, as Nietzsche spoke of, is the desire for anyone who has a finger on the button to use that button to their own advantage. Since nothing frightens those in power more than losing control, it is rarely given up on free will. The only way one loses control is when the people begin to see through the illusion that those people know what is best for the rest of us. All through history, there's been a desire to control the flow of information. As an example, though today the church may give away free Bibles to anyone who wants one, ironically there was a time when it was illegal for people to read it punishable by imprisonment, or worse. You were not allowed to own a Bible. Only the select elite was able to read the words. For if the average citizen could read for himself, he may not need an authority. This has always been the case. Humans desiring to be the experts, the authority, the middlemen between the people and the truth about their world. 
Copernicus was censored, and Galileo was put on trial for daring to claim the Earth was a sphere and not the center of the universe. For a century, the telescope was banned and suppressed because of the controversy it may cause. In essence, the truth. Today, people are chastised for not believing that leaders are the center of the universe of knowledge, just as we always have. Divine rule was how people kept their power. The idea that God, and God only, could place someone high in a position. We trust experts because we believe we have to, and often this is indeed the case. But more often than not, when we trust authority blindly, we fail to ever know the facts. And even if we do, we never hear the other side of the argument. For many, this is sufficient. There is an old saying, don't bother me with the facts. I've already made up my mind. Because learning takes work, and many never take the time to educate themselves. And in the modern day, there's a need more than ever for us to be educated on the things around us. But people are lazy. And even when we do seek answers, there's so much disinformation and purposeful illusion that sifting through it is exhausting. And that is not a metaphor. A chess player can burn 6,000 calories a day, the same as an Olympic runner. The truth is, thinking truly does take as much energy as exercise. And considering how hard it is to get people to exercise, it appears getting people to think could be even more difficult. To hold conflicting views in our mind is called a cognitive dissonance. We often refer to our feelings as ambivalent when we cannot make up our minds. And this is an important point here, as it is much easier to make up our mind and stick with it than it is to consider other alternatives. There is safety in assurity and safety in numbers. Or at least that's what we like to tell ourselves. In my lifetime, I've been stubborn, arrogant, and outspoken at times about things that I did not completely understand. And in reflection, I've learned to leave most ideas open for exploration. Just as a dedicated Christian is unlikely to read the Quran to get a wider view of belief, the political idealist will often refuse to acknowledge that half of his neighbors think differently than he does. And within those halves, there are many subcategories and a variety of different ideas about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. If that is your thing. When you get right down to it, there are no two people who share all the same views. But facts stand outside of our opinions, and facts are what we are after. Often we cannot see the forest for the trees, and at times our view is obscured not by clouds, but by willful ignorance. When we associate what we believe with who we are, we are unlikely to change as we receive any new information. 
All through history there have been those who make the rules and those who follow them. Many are more than happy to oblige and not ask questions. There are places today where if you speak out against the government, the religion of the land, or even the freedom in general, people are imprisoned or simply disappear. In the modern day, for the first time, we have nations in which people are free to speak their minds without fear of death or burning at the stake. We have an educated population in which most people can read and research in the same places with the same resources and sort through unlimited viewpoints and scientific articles. The overwhelming amount of information, however, comes at a price. The paradox of choice. The more options we have, the harder it is to make a decision. And this is why people should be open-minded and always willing to admit when we were wrong. But most of all, be willing to speak up when we see something we feel is not quite right. And it would appear that the opposite is often happening. Nobody wants to ever admit that they were mistaken. And nobody is... Uh, folks are afraid to stand up for what they believe, as they might be ridiculed for their peers and by their peers. But it might... <laughs> It seems that now, dangerous content and harmful discussions, as a term, have become tools to disenfranchise and silence those with opposing views. We are willing to support those who agree with us and dismiss all others as heretics or liars or worse. Though this has always been the case in one form or another, we now have that censorship facilitated by, quote, fact-checkers, who we assume know the facts. Instead of fear of imprisonment for our views, people are merely silenced and intimidated by the click of a button and removed from the public square, which is now the Internet and social media. And when someone has a view that differs from the current narrative presented, they are accused of being anything from a racist, to a hater, to an ignorant fool, or all of the above. As always, instead of attacking the idea or presenting an alternative, fallacies are the tool most commonly used to defend positions. The famous ad hominem attack on the person's character is often at the forefront of many disputes. If we cannot argue facts, we find that dismissing the value of the other's view will suffice. The skewed view, which results from a mission of opposing views, only serves to divide people further and cause more confusion than would be the case if everyone was allowed to speak freely. The counter-argument will always be those who speak of, quote, dangerous ideas, as if, by ignoring them, they will go away. They do not. They multiply under darkness, and nobody is aware, because it's not discussed. Even the most uncomfortable thoughts and ideas must be allowed, 
For only then can the public speak up, whether in support or against something. Total transparency is what we should expect from one another, as well as government in the modern day. We have been conditioned to accept that some ideas are scary and dangerous, and while that may be true, ignoring them does not make them go away. Conscientious adults have given their own rights away for an illusion of safety, which has not been forthcoming. It seems to only be getting worse. So, my view, which I will admit may be wrong, we need to rethink our approach to censorship. We need to be shocked, and we need to be skeptical. We need to use our heads and think things through, but most of all, we need to have access to all information available in order to make an assessment of what is going on. Nothing remains hidden for long, and the long history of information suppression should cause everyone concern. The fact that it does not? That's a scary thought. One can put a band-aid over a bullet hole, or just not look at a broken arm, but it doesn't go away. It festers out of sight. The pain is still there. Until we acknowledge and assess every situation from all angles, we will never be right on any of them. We owe it to ourselves and our children to create a world where people are heard and the truth is sought even when it's uncomfortable. And more often than not, it is just that, uncomfortable. Reality does not always suit us well. So many will create their own. And often these ideas people hold in their minds are incorrect and indeed dangerous to themselves and others. But if they are never heard, they can never be rebutted. Silence about what we feel is true indeed allows for noise to fill those gaps. And there is a lot of noise out there. We will not always be right. In fact, we will likely be wrong, more often than not. But there is more satisfaction from being wrong and correcting it than to continue believing lies and bullshit, even when we can see them right in front of us. I choose to live my life honestly, and I believe we will never overcome adversity and controversy so long as the people are ignored. We may not all agree, and I'm sure many will disagree on this very topic, but that's okay. That is your right, as a human, to have your own ideas. Just so long as those ideas harm no one, which is often the excuse for people to keep things hidden. They will tell you dangerous ideas should be hidden, obscured, as if that makes them go away. Personally, I would rather be able to identify those ideas and people which I wish to avoid, and to know what people think than to not be aware of their existence at all. So thank you for listening, and I wish you the best on your journey. Think for yourself, and think about things. Allow people to disagree without name-calling and rhetoric, because when you get right down to it, there are not that many dangerous ideas overall, just those which we choose to focus on. But we wouldn't know that 
would we? Be well, my friends. Take care of each other. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I appreciate all of you. There's no video version of this particular podcast, but if you'd like to contribute or donate to my cause, please uh, visit me at patreon.com slash carpo719. Or if you'd like to contribute through PayPal, I have information on my website, auto3725 at comcast.net. And thank you all for being here. Think free. Be well.